Welcome to Tough Talk Christian Radio. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help take you to the next step in your relationship with Christ. Tough Talk Christian Radio is brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. Now here's your host, Tony Gambone. All right, good morning. My name is Tony Gambone, and this is Tough Talk Christian Radio, brought to you live every Wednesday out of the Houston area, live on the Tough Talk Radio Network. Um, super excited today to be back on the air. We took a little bit of time off, as you know, for the followers. Uh, we took about oh, close to six months off to regroup. Uh, a lot of you know we have a family uh, remodeling business here in the Houston area, and things have been a little hectic. We're trying to regrow some things and revamp some stuff and just get things in order. So we took some time off from the uh, radio show here and super excited to be back. Uh, you know, I always say that uh, we do our shows on Wednesday because by this time of the week, I sure could use a little Jesus in my life, a little reminder of the blessings that I receive on a daily basis that we tend to forget about when we get overwhelmed. So we decided to get back on the air live, and you can find us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on the Tough Talk Radio Network. Uh, you can find us on Facebook under Tough Talk Radio Network, or you can just uh, connect with me personally, Tony Gambone, on Facebook. We're on Twitter, Instagram. I think we're getting on TikTok here shortly, but we are available for people to reach out and connect with us. We love connecting. We also would love for you to take the opportunity to go to toughtalkchristianradio.com and register to be a guest and allow us, the listeners, to uh, learn the experience that you've had in your life's journey with the Lord. Maybe it's a new, new journey. Maybe it's an old one. Whatever it is, I know that the Lord puts these things in our place so that we can share with others. I believe that that's our responsibility as Christians as we move through our day, our weeks, and our years is to gather up the moments and, and appreciate the good things that happen and be able to just store them up so when we meet someone in need or someone that is going through a struggle, we can share our testimony so that we can show them that, you know, it, there's, there's power in the Lord as long as you have faith in the Lord. And sometimes we tend to forget that. It's it's very easy as a human being. We get caught up in so many fast-moving parts in our world nowadays. Uh, you know, uh, some people say they won't watch the news because it's depressing. So what do they do? They spend all their time either sitting in front of a Netflix channel or maybe their own social media going down that rabbit hole. Very easy to do. I'm guilty of it myself. And, so every now and then I like to break away and just get a little bit of time to reflect on what the Lord is doing in my daily day. I always tell people, if you're confused about it, just take a piece of paper and write down the good things and the bad things that have happened in the last year in your life. And I can promise you that the good things will outweigh the bad. And if it doesn't, that just means that you're learning to be patient because it will show up to balance out and overcome the bad. There's a good lesson in everything that we experience, and unfortunately, a lot of things that we experience, well, maybe everything we experience, is is decided by the choices that we make. And so 
that might be a whole nother show in itself, but sometimes we don't always make the best choices and we tend to forget the choices that we make. We just tend to remember the results that come from those choices. And hey, look, it's easier to blame someone else than it is to be accountable, right? Well, maybe so, but I don't think that's the right way to go, but it sure tends to be the way most of us go. So anyway, a little housekeeping. If you want to call into the show today, the number is 347-989-1363. Press 1 if you want to speak to the guest or the host, or you can just listen by dialing 347-989-1363. You can follow us on Facebook by going to Tough Talk Radio Network or Tony Gambone. And once again, I just want to remind everyone that we're looking always to interview someone that can share their message of what the Lord is doing in the world. If you need prayers, reach out to us. You can always email me at info at toughtalkradionetwork.com. I'd love to pray for you guys and just uh, be available for whatever it is that we could help you guys with. Um, I am going to take a short break, as we always do here in the beginning. Uh, we have a great guest coming up. Uh, Nathaniel Arnold goes by uh, Nathan or Nate. Uh, he's calling from uh, an area that uh, I grew up in. Uh, he's right outside of D.C., and I was raised uh, just uh, maybe a little bit further north on the other side of Philadelphia, but that is my home area, and I'm interested in seeing how things are going on that side of the town as I've been here in the Houston area now for, geez, a man, 25 years. So it's, uh, this is home now. And uh, I also want to make sure that uh, people know that there's other shows that are on this uh, channel, the Tough Talk Radio Network. There's a, a whole bunch you can learn by going to toughtalkradionetwork.com and seeing what kind of shows that you might want to follow as well. So uh, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to take a short break and uh, talk about a, an organization that's here locally in, in the area, uh, a town that I live in outside of Houston called Katy. So we're going to take a break, come back, and bring Nathan up, so stay tuned. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day -day needs we take for granted become impossible. Just Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. All right, as promised, we're back. And as I mentioned, uh, my guest today is a gentleman by the name of Nathan uh, Arnold. He's an author, an entrepreneur, and a respected church elder. He is the author of five fiction and nonfiction books uh, and an owner of his Glory Publishing. So it seems like he stays pretty busy. He has, uh, was led back to the Christian church while watching the battle of good and evil played out in his own life, he's a lifelong devoted, his lifelong devotion to God provided the trust he needed to push through and publish his testimony. I'm really excited about this, folks, because when, when, I, when I think back when I wrote my book, it was to tell my story, and I didn't realize how powerful my story was, like none of us do. So I'm interested and excited 
to hear about Nathan's. Nathan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Great to be here, Tony. So, you know, uh, I, I want to just touch on a couple of things, and then I'm going to let you do most of the talking, Nathan. Uh, it says you have over 35 years of experience in the real estate industry as a broker, as an appraiser. You've written a couple novels and and uh, on real estate investing and wealth development. Uh, I I get excited about this because I think that when we put paper to pencil or pencil to paper, so many different things happen. So I have a lot of questions, but what I'd like to do is start off the show by letting everyone understand a little bit about about you, Nathan, as where you're calling in from, where you're from originally. I'm originally from uh, Mobile, Alabama. I was born and, and reared uh, in Alabama. I was born uh, back in the late in the late fifties. Uh, and um, came up to the Virginia area and then to D.C. In, um, when I was nine years old. So about 1965 is when we moved up uh, to, the, uh, to the D.C. area. And I've been here since that time. Well, uh, there's... You know, you you said late 50s, so we're kind of close in age. Because I was in the middle of the 50s, around 56. And so uh, when I look at uh, at uh, your life here, I'm wondering, uh, and I always ask this question. So, you know, it took me a long time to find the Lord. And I'm wondering, was that something that you found as a child, was it as an adult? How did, How did that come about? Yes, I was also 1956, let me say that. Um, I was brought up in a uh, religious, a southern, in a religious Southern Baptist tradition. Uh, my uh, grandfather, who I stayed with as a young child, along with my mother and grandmother, uh, had been a Baptist minister. And subsequently, I grew up really... Uh, taking the Bible very literally. My favorite uh, persons in the Bible were David and Samson. And as many young young boys, they looked for strength and for courage. And I found that in both of those uh, personages. And so I grew up in, in a uh, segregated South uh, and had a very religious uh, upbringing. Um, and uh, Stay that way for uh, most of my my young adult uh, young my youth. Um, so the Lord was a very real part of my life. I remember, and which I talk about in the book, I remember um, having to go to the the doctor when I was young for a uh, ailment. I'm not sure it was liver ailment. I had to get uh, weekly shots uh, and. I remember those long walks, and I remember just feeling the presence of the Lord in my life at such a young age, and it was precious to me, as it still is. Mm. Mm. So, you know, I uh, often speak about when I first found the Lord that I was really on fire with Jesus. And then as I started just getting back to a normal health and a normal situation, the fire went from a blaze to a spark almost. Uh, Have you found yourself in this long journey of yours 
where the you felt as though the the flame just kind of just went down to a very small pilot light, basically. Yeah, I also talked about that in the book, Tony. I was uh, once we came to the D.C. area, uh, and as I grew older, I became, you know, you go to church because your, your parents go. My mom was a a churchgoer, and so she raised um, three boys, and we had a family uh, uh, that um, allowed people to come. We would, People would come and stay for long periods of time. So I kind of got away from it. But then back in my um, high school days, uh, I was with a group of uh, guys, and we were all searching. We were all the same age pretty much neighborhood uh, guys, and we were all looking for our answers to the questions that puzzled us about life and why things were the way they were. And at that point, my aunt came up from Alabama and visited us uh, one summer and took me to church with her. And she told me this fascinating story, and she called it the great controversy, the great controversy between Christ and Satan. And I was spellbound. I was a comic comic book collector, as many of us were. And some of the things she said almost seemed like they were comic book material, good and bad, evil versus good. And so that really piqued my interest and set me on fire for the Lord. And at that point, I um, uh, became began to read the Bible, study the Bible, read the books of Daniel and, and Revelation. And as I did, I uh, was encouraged by others that I, I came along my path. And I was baptized or rebaptized uh, at that point. I think I was in the probably the 11th, 12th grade at that time. So, yes. And then, then after that, I went to uh, a, a Christian school and, and uh, studied theology. So looking at your book, and people can find their book by going to hisglorypublishing.com and just, uh, well, you can just click on the one of the tabs there, book or about the author. And I'm looking at the about the author. And, uh, you know, uh, you, we, we discovered that we're both at the same young age of, well, next month I'll be 67, right? So uh, going through my... <clears throat> childhood grown up outside of the Philadelphia area, which, you know, um, the joke always has been that to see a brotherly love, right? And uh, But the joke of it is is that just because I grew up there and grew up with a lot of uh, uh, blacks in, in different communities, uh, I, I never really experienced what a lot of the blacks experienced because, well, I, I wasn't black. And as I read about your your story and and your revealings in your story, uh, it talks about uh, growing up as a black Christian in America and and the and the changes that 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 came along the challenges and and even the uh, uh, the comparison to modern racism and oppression uh, from, that when you look back at the Bible and and the different things that go along there now. You know, we watch the news and, and, and we see different things on TV. We see good and 
a lot more bad on the news because that seems to sell. But at the end of the day, you know, I still can't, uh, no matter how many uh, black, brown, yellow, green, or white friends I have, I can't understand that same thing as you would understand or what you get out of reading the Bible when you read it versus what I read it because of our upbringing is different. So can we touch on, you know, one of the things that's in your, in your uh, bio is the honest and revealing. My story, his glory is sweeping portrait of growing up black and a Christian, growing up a, up a black Christian in America that will forever shift your views of challenges God lays before us and the opportunities they provide. So as you grapple with the Bible and its messages as they relate to modern racism and oppression, is the journey provided insight to the the healing of all mankind. That's a great that's a great statement. It's a great paragraph. It's a great marketing thing. But I know there's deeper something deeper than that. So can you show or explain to the people a little bit. We don't want to give them the whole book away, but what is that? where does that come from? What does that mean? Well, it just goes back to essentially my, um, my upbringing and, and truly my calling in life. I share early in the book uh, a couple of anecdotes about growing up. The first one I talk about is... Uh, Sunday school or uh, an Easter Sunday morning where we were uh, actually um, uh, I had to recite uh, Psalm Psalm 23 the Lord is my shepherd and as I learned that I must have been about uh, probably not even six years old I remember uh, having to get up in front of church and recite that, and and so that was part of my religious upbringing. A little later, probably in the, it was August of 1963, I wasn't quite seven yet. I remember being in front of my television set, black and white television set, and looking at um, a, a hair commercial. I'm not sure what it was, but there was a beautiful white woman and she was, you know, twirling her hair. And the commercial was talking about uh, her beautiful hair and, and what have you. And then the commercial cut. And back in those days, they would have a, a, um, a, a an announcement, you know, an interruption of the news. And it was interrupted with an angry governor of Alabama who happened to be Governor George Wallace. And he was refusing to allow uh, James Hood and Vivian Malone matriculate at the University, State University of Alabama. And as a young child, Tony, I looked at those two images, the image of white beauty and the rage of, of, of blackness. And I asked God, six years old, asked God, why did you make me a Negro? I would not understand until much later how God would answer that question for me. And he did answer that question in the writing of my story, His Glory. Um, The thing about America is it's a country that has very real values, but those values seem to be uh, 
lost in the actual implementation of them. You know what I mean? It's we yes, we, we say that we um, we are brotherly and we love each other, especially as Christians. However, we tend to find ourselves, as Martin Luther King once said, uh, the most segregated hour in America is 11 a.m. on Sunday. And we as Christians are not supposed to be uh, that way. However, I found that to be true growing up and the hypocrisy that I I, uh, found in the, the church, in the body of Christ, was something that I have always considered wrong. And so my quest in life was to understand why, why that was played out so often and so profoundly and so traumatically in my experience as well as the experience of many others. Yeah, I like it. You know, it, it, um, this is why people should get a copy of your of your book called My Story, His Glory, okay? And they can find that on the website, hisglorypublishing.com, or you can find it on Amazon. I'm sure if you just type in the title, His Glory, um, My Story, His Glory, you will you will find the book by Nathaniel X. Arnold. And uh, I find it I find it interesting that if if when I think back to you know thinking that when I was in school, segregation started happening, and and you know I I, I didn't I, I didn't have I didn't have any prejudiceness. I thought you know what I mean. Uh, when mm-hmm. I moved to the South, I thought, wow, this is way different than the North. And then um, I moved out west. I was like, whoa, this is even different over here. And as I look back at myself, as you said, you know, on the most uh, segregated time is 11 a.m. on a Sunday, and we're supposed to be doing that 24-7, I still think that there's things embedded in in our minds, black, white, or yellow, it doesn't matter, that make us go to a certain place. And Um, and I I often wonder what the magic, well, I know that the Bible, spending time in the Bible will be the key that unlocks some of that nonsense. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever get rid of it all. But I think that the book that you've written would be a good start for people to start understanding where that piece inside them still is that they might not consider there. And and, and until we address until we address that person in the mirror, we're never going to get past the little struggles that we we deal with. You know, because you and I could watch the same news story and come up with a different reason why it should or shouldn't have been. Just like right. everybody else. And, and and God wants us all to get along and love our neighbors, you know. And uh, I do a lot of networking in the community here. And I tell people when I meet someone that I that annoys me, that's the first person I want to sit down and have coffee with because i got to figure out what they're doing that reminds me so much of me that I don't like. So uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. right. because that's what the problem lies, you know. Uh, we often get upset about things that we don't like because it is something that we suffer from within, and we're, it's just easier to point it out on someone else instead of ourselves. Exactly, so I think exactly. that your book is a good opportunity for people to take a chance and take a look inside. You know, when I look at different things on your uh, 
bio, it talks about, you know, uh, your experience in real estate and and uh, and how you've uh, written books on on investing in wealth development. Uh, it are you still doing that now? Yes, I am still active in real estate. I'm a real estate broker in my area and uh, have, uh, you know, trained individuals. I run a general brokerage, have several agents that work for me. I focus primarily uh, in done a lot of investment as well. So the market right now is, is uh, a bit different than what I've seen in the past. But it's mm. still a, it's still opportunities still opportunity in the the business. I don't I'm not as uh, I don't have as many agents as I once did. I too, uh, Tony, I'm a cancer survivor, and uh, you know realize that stress a lot of times contributes to our health, and so I just pretty much focus on those things that I know how to do and and can get done without a lot of stress in my life. That's uh, that's where I am. So you've been a cancer survivor, uh, I, I believe, more than once. Is that correct? Uh, I was diagnosed in, in 2000 with leukemia, and uh, and that was a journey in itself. Then uh, after my my younger brother died uh, in in 20, uh, he died in 2018. I was diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer the year after that. And so, um, yes, I've had two, two bouts of, with cancer. And the Lord has brought me through both with flying colors. And I, I'm in health, good health now. I walk typically three miles uh, five times a week and uh, try to eat properly um, and just, you know, live uh, with the attitude of giving rather than receiving yeah amen to that that's that's uh that's awesome testimony and it it uh i often say that when things like that happen we need to put it down on paper because the generations coming up behind us family members uh, they get to read your words not someone else's explanation of your words It, it also says that you uh you work with young people uh, teaching the, the investment techniques, and uh, 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 you spend a lot of time studying and teaching. So uh, in your community, um, or I should ask, if, do you go to, do you have seminars or, or webinars or stuff like that where people can have the opportunity? Uh, so, you know, we mentioned our age, and, and I'm uh, an entrepreneur as well, and, and in the real estate business as well, there's no 401 programs that you can sign up for. I mean, you create that's your right, own. That's right. That's you, right. Yeah, but you're always so busy trying to make everything work. We get to a, one day and we go, oh, wow, okay, now i got to figure out what to do. And for me, <laughs> I, I believe that... I really do. I believe that real estate is the best 401 program available. I mean, it might go up and go yeah. down, but, you know, it's always going to be around and someone always needs a place to live. So right. do you preach that to to, to the younger generations uh, uh, so that they can get that opportunity? I mean, it's, that's a tough preach because <laughs> uh, 
they're very smart nowadays, younger generation. Uh, But do you work with that at all? Oh, yes. In fact, one of my, I'm a serial entrepreneur myself. Tony, one of the companies, uh, brokerages that I have is is called IRA Real Estate, which is Individual Retirement Account Real Estate. A lot of people don't know that you can self-direct your retirement dollars into real estate. And so mm-hmm. I learned about that back in the who in the nineties. And in the, yeah, in the early two thousand, I'm sorry. And began to have training on that, began to invest that way myself. Uh it's a powerful tool to utilize in order to uh you know, save money, make money, accumulate wealth. And so yes, I've done training on that. A lot of times the young folks, they come with their own ideas, and uh, some, sometimes they can be impatient. And so you have to kind of uh, not push, but let folks know that this is, this is a way, you know, to go with this and, and show them examples of how it can work. So, yes, I've done quite a bit of that. Yeah. Yeah, I have uh, the pleasure of having a family-owned business, so both of my sons are in the business as well as my wife. So, you know, I always joked I'm getting schooled every day. I'm learning new ways of doing things uh, instead of the old school ways. And and some of them are good, you know what I mean? And sometimes old school works, but I'm always uh, finding out that I'm becoming more flexible than I ever thought I could be. Which right. is a blessing because, you know, to work with your family and to, to keep learning. You know, you say you walk a couple of miles five days a week. In that time of walking, uh, you're learning so much just about right. being with yourself, being with the Lord, being with outside and being healthy that I think that that really helps us moving forward to have the right attitude, especially when we're not in the right mood for it and we have to deal with other folks. So I, right. I think that all that goes together. So uh, tell, uh, you know, I, unfortunately, we run out of time fast here on the show, and I'm going to have to have you back on because I have a lot more questions. But one of the things uh, I, I like to ask people on the show is, especially you, you, I do a show called House Talk Radio. It's the same thing to do at homes and, and people that right. live in homes. So I might have to have you on another show as well. But I always okay. ask people advice. You know, like, for instance, knowing what you know, you know and love the Lord, you know and love your business, you teach others, uh, so you have a pretty good idea of what's going on in the world just because of your business, right? What kind of advice, what piece of advice for this year, 2023, which we're halfway through now, to someone out there that's struggling, uh in their life right now, maybe they lost connection with themselves and the Lord, or maybe they haven't found them. But what's something that, or maybe they're going through an illness with their health. Uh, um, what kind of, what piece of advice could you give someone out there? Uh, I would, without reservation, would encourage people to spend time with the Lord first thing in the morning. You know, pray, ask God for guidance, direction, read your, read the Word of God. The Bible says the Word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. And 
You want to develop a relationship with God first. That's the primary relationship that any of us can have. And one of the things that I did, Tony, when I was trying to find uh, or write my, my business or write my personal life, that's what I did. Because God is truly faithful. And once you develop a relationship with him, he's the only one that can make your life right. Nobody else can. You can't go to a doctor. You can't sell help books. All of those things have great intentions. But at the end of the day, it's only God that can fix what's broken. And so I encourage people, pray, read your Bible, get, in relation, get into relationship with Jesus Christ. That is the best time you can spend. I got to I gotta tell you a funny thing. So one day uh, uh, in 2009, I was diagnosed again with, well, I was, had a reoccurrence of a disease I was diagnosed with back in 1975. Anyway, long story short, I had to, uh, I kind of had to hang out around the house and in bed, so I couldn't work, I couldn't do anything. So I decided to start reading books. And I was reading these self-help books, and I'm thinking, man, these guys are really smart. Zig Ziglar, <laughs> you, you know, uh, the the uh, right. John Maxwells, and so all these different guys. Mm-hmm. I'm Tony, reading, Tony and, Robbins, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, and 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 so <laughs> Brian Tracy was one of my favorites, right? So mm-hmm. then I said, you know, I found the Lord out of desperate. You know, I was just desperate. I was, I was doing anything to keep living, right? So then I started reading uh-huh. the Bible, and I had a, I went, oh, snap. Look at that. That's where they got all the information. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, it's so true. So we try to do these self-help books to better ourselves, and we try to read these other books to do this. And everything uh-huh. has, seems to come from one reference point. You know, and, and it, it always turns out to be, you know, you reap what you sow, and unfortunately, good or bad, but uh, you, you do reap what you sow, and and if you can, you know, love on your neighbor, that doesn't mean the person living right next door to you. I think it means mm-hmm. the person that annoys you the most. Um, things will be better, you know what I mean? And, and God mm-hmm. will take you the rest of the way down the path, but... First, you got to step out into the path. So I, I think right. I find it interesting. You know, uh, uh, I do a, a men's study, and I find it interesting that we as men are so jacked up that we need so much help and assistance that it's it's almost mandatory to read a piece of the Bible every morning mm-hmm. if you want to start out your day properly. You know, That's so right. that. Yeah, it, 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 it's un- unfortunate because it just seems like we have enough things to do, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. anyway, <laughs> that being yeah. said, I really appreciate you taking out your time today. How can people contact you? And will you go and uh, uh, do book signings in places or come and speak to them at their church or in their organization? Oh, certainly. So, so, and we do Zoom, Zoom meetings as well. Uh, but, yes, uh, and they can reach me at contact at hisglorypublishing.com. That's one way. Contact at hisglorypublishing.com. And you can also call our office at 301-485-5072. That's 301-485-5072. 
So by all means, reach out. Uh, uh, email is going to probably be the best way. And uh, would love to, to to speak with a group, your group. Awesome. And once again, Nathan, I, I just I can't say it. Thank you enough for spending time with us this morning. I know it's a short amount of time. We will get you back on one or both of the uh, shows and, and learn more about you. And I just hope that people will take a minute, go to hisglorypublishing.com and buy the book. And as I tell everyone out there, when you purchase a book, if you don't like it, call me and I'll buy it off you. So uh, give it a chance to check it out and make sure to spread it with people that are in your surroundings. God put Nathan in this place to do this for a reason, and it's uh, maybe some of your responsibility to find out a little bit more about it. Nathan, once again, thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you, buddy. Bye. Folks, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back and wrap up the show. So uh, we'll be right back after this here short message. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Tony Gambone, and we just spent 20-some minutes with author Nathan Arnold. Uh, he is not only an author, he's an entrepreneur and a respected church leader as well. If you didn't get a chance to catch the whole interview, um, go to our Facebook page, Tough Talk Radio Network, or Tony Gambone, or just go to Tough Talk Christian Radio Dot com and, and learn more about it. Great opportunity. Go to hisglorypublishing.com to get a copy of his book. Uh, I think it will be something that will, might help you through. And in the words of Nathan, he said that one of the things that he recommends everybody does, and I know a lot of people say the same thing, myself included, try to spend first thing in, the, in your day, the first time of your day, try to spend it with the Lord in the Bible or in your devotional, or whatever it is that you read that brings you to Jesus. So I want to say big thanks to Nathan for spending time with us today. And I also want to just make sure that everyone out there understands, if you want to tell your testimony, go to toughtalkchristianradio.com, click on the button that says become a guest, select the next available date and time to fit your schedule so we can learn about what Jesus is doing in your life. Hope everyone has a blessed week. I hope that now you'll tune in again next week. And as as I mentioned before, we took some time off, but we're back. And the calendar is booked out pretty far. So make sure to join us every Wednesday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on the Tough Talk Christian Radio. Hope everyone has a blessed week. You have been listening to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone, brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. A special thanks to all of our sponsors. If you'd like to be a sponsor or a guest, please visit toughtalkradionetwork.com for more information.